You're listening to Life UPC Richmond Hills Audiocast. It is good to be in the house of the Lord this morning. Praise God. It's always good to be in the house of the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Brother Conway used that scripture this morning. It spoke of habitation and uh, that habitation in us. We make a habitation for the Lord. We make a habitation for the Lord. And this is Old Testament speaking. And it was in, what was that, Genesis or Exodus? I mean, it was in Exodus. And it's foreshadowing uh, the Holy Ghost that dwells in us. We make a habitation. We, We make room and a habitation for the Lord to enter into us. Amen. Through the Holy Spirit. Praise God. Habitation. I want the God. I want the one and only true God, the King of kings and Lord of lords, creator of everything in the universe to dwell inside of me. Praise God. It's what helps us get through every day. Amen. Praise God. What a mighty and awesome God we serve. He is so good to us. So good to us. Praise God. If you have your Bibles with you this morning, and you should, Always have your Bibles with you, right? Amen. Your sword. If you have your Bibles with you this morning, we're going to be reading from Galatians chapter 6, verse 7 through 9. And if you don't have your Bibles with you this morning, then Brother Conway is going to pull it right up here on the screen. Praise God. Galatians chapter 6, verse 7 through 9. It reads, Be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever man soweth, that shall he also reap. For he that soweth to his flesh shall the flesh reap corruption. But he that soweth to the spirit shall of the spirit reap everlasting life. And this is my focus on this scripture. And it says, and let us not be weary in well-doing. For in due season we shall reap if We faint not. Praise God. I want to preach to you guys this morning just for a few minutes about don't be weary. Don't be weary. Praise God. Hallelujah. Brother Conway, would you pray for us this morning? Lord God, we just ask that you bless Pastor right now, Father, that you strengthen each and every one of us in our minds and our spirit to receive this word from you, Father. And we just ask that you allow for us to go forward after hearing this word, God, and allow it to apply to our spirit and our minds so that we might be able to witness or testify your goodness and greatness to the people. God, we bless you today, Father, and we ask that you bless the man of God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. You may be seated. Praise God. Don't be weary. Thank you, Lord. Man, I tell you what, sometimes I get weary. How many of you get tired and weary and frustrated over something in life? I'm telling you, Brother Conway was just talking about it this morning. He, he said, you know, he's had this cough going on, and and um, he's tired of it. He's becoming weary of it. Amen. We all get weary. Amen. In times, things things happen, and, and the world just throws everything at us. It's like a constant bombardment of of just all kinds of mess and 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 it rains on the just and the unjust alike we all know that the word of god tells us so things happen 
to those of us who are living for God. Amen. But the difference is we have God. We have the one true God. Amen. And he strengthens us. And I'm thankful for that. God is so good to us. But it tells us, <clears throat> do not be deceived. God is not mocked for whatsoever man soweth, whatever he's sowing into, he shall reap. So if you're sh sowing to the things of the, of the world, uh, 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 of your flesh and all this mess that we shouldn't be sowing into, then that's what you're going to reap is a bunch of mess because that's what it is. Amen. But if we're sowing into things of kingdom, there's a reward for that. And the reward for that is eternal life. <clears throat> but it tells us, let us not be weary in well-doing. Let us not be weary in well-doing. I, I looked up. <clears throat> that word weary in the uh, this is in the Greek because it is in the New Testament. And it, that Greek word for that is ikakeo, ikakeo, I think is how you pronounce it, ikakeo, ikakeo. That's what that word means. And one the definition here is it, it says to be utterly spiritless, to be utterly spiritless. I find that interesting because it's the Holy Spirit. That helps us to keep from being weary. Amen. But to be utterly spiritless. And if you don't have the spirit of the Holy Ghost, then sometimes that weariness, it will be it will affect you even more and more. Amen. But it says to be utterly spiritless, to be wearied out and exhausted. Just how many of you feel like that sometimes? Just a couple. Oh, a few more. Oh, pretty much everybody. We all feel like that at sometimes. But. <clears throat> You look at that scripture and it, and it tells us, <clears throat> let us not be weary in well-doing, in well-doing. And we look at that and we think in it doing good. And yes, it is talking about doing good, but it's talking about doing good in the Lord, continuing to serve God with all that you have. Don't be weary in serving the Lord and, and doing things for the Lord because the God is our strength, amen, number one. He gives us strength, and he continues to help us. He's our shield, our buckler to block out the world all around us, all the that gets thrown at us. He's always there for us, never leaves us nor forsake us. We should never get weary in doing good for the Lord, amen. <clears throat> but sometimes you can get weary doing things for the Lord. Sometimes we, 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 we try to take on too much, amen. We got to be careful. We got to be careful to make sure we're running these consistently. Amen. Praise God. But we must not get weary. Do not be weary. The Bible tells us the Bible tells us tells us we that we must run to attain the prize. What's the prize? Everlasting life and glory, spending our the rest of eternity with our heavenly Father, the Lord Jesus, Hallelujah, praising Him and worshiping Him, magnifying Him all together in heaven. Praise God for eternity. That's the prize that we attain for. Amen. Where we have laid up for ourselves a treasure in heaven. Amen. Where he's got a mansion built just for us. Hallelujah. Streets paved of gold. And it's forever. Praise God. We run to obtain that prize. <clears throat> the Bible tells us we must run to obtain the prize. We must run with patience, the Bible says. Run with endurance, the Bible says. We must be steadfast and unmovable in our walk with God. Hallelujah. Let nothing deter you from living for God. Praise God. 
Praise God. 1 Corinthians chapter 15 says, verse 38 or 58, it says, Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for as, for as much as you know that, the Lord, that your labor is not in vain for the Lord. Praise God. It's not in vain. Sometimes you feel like it. Sometimes you feel like you've, you've went out and you've done outreach house to house to house and you talk to people about God and you talk to, you probably went to a hundred houses and not one person came to church that week. And you start to get weary and discouraged and depressed. But I'm here to tell you, you're planting seeds. Amen. Sometimes we got to plant seeds that we don't sow. Amen. Sometimes we plant seeds that we're not going to sow, but you planted seeds. And I'm here to tell you, maybe the 10th person that came out to that house a uh, hundred times or whatever, maybe then they decided, you know what? There must be something to this. All these people keep coming to my house talking about Jesus and asking me to come to church. And they all seem so happy. If something must be to it. Let me go find out what it is. You planted a seed. It may not be you that invited them at that, that time and they came, but I'm here to tell you, don't get discouraged. Don't be weary in serving the Lord. You keep serving God with all of your heart, mind, body, and spirit, and I'm here to tell you that there are some out there that are going to hear you. There's some of them out there that are going to listen to what you have to say. Because I'm here to tell you, there's always somebody who's broken all the way down to the last point. They can't take it anymore. They don't know who else to turn to. They, they've tried everything in the world, drugs, alcohol, fornication, all kinds of mess. Because the, the enemy has put out these things. They're temporal. And they, they give you temporary relief, but they always bring destruction and heartache in your lives. But they've already tried everything that the enemy has to offer, that the world has to offer, that their flesh desires. Finally, they've come to the point where they say, well, there's got to be something else. Something else. And if you had gotten weary and you had decided, I don't want to die, I can't do it anymore, I don't want to... I'm just giving up. You might have been that one person, that hope in their life that could have came to them that way, whether it's at their home or, or whether it's in the restaurant and you notice that there's something in their spirit. You notice that and God has, has put it upon you to go minister to them, but, but you've grown weary and you decided not to obey the Lord. You could have been that only hope in their lives. Don't be weary. Don't. Be weary in well-doing. Praise God. We got to continue to fight the fight of good faith. Continue to press on. Endure till the end. And, and when the enemy throws everything at you and, and you think you can't endure anymore, you keep enduring. You keep pressing on. You fall upon the you hit your knees. You, you go before the Lord in prayer and supplication. Maybe you need to fast from something. Hallelujah. <clears throat> Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1 says, Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witness. And I'm here to tell you, you see, 
this here is telling us we're, we're encompassed with a great cloud of witness in the church. When we surround, it's important that you're careful who you surround yourself with. Amen. Because you surround yourself with worldly people, fleshly people in your lives, that's what you're going to get because they're all around you pressing you to do these things that you shouldn't be doing, to be living for the world. But when you're in church and, and when you continue to live for God, striving for holiness, you surround yourself with people of God in the church. I'm talking about communing with them, not just in church, but every day in your life. And you, you surround yourself, it says, encompassed about with so great a cloud of witness. It tells us, let us lay aside every weight, all the worries and weight and, and that you, and what it's talking about here is all these worries and pressure that's been on you. Because like we said, it rains on the just and the unjust alike. We get bills just like everybody else get bills. Sometimes we can't pay them bills just like other people can't pay them bills. And we start to get worried and all this stuff. But the Lord tells us that he will provide. He will provide. Amen. Hallelujah. You pay you. I'm here to tell you, you pay your tithes and your offering. He will open up the gates of heaven and bless you. You won't even be able to receive all the blessings he has. Sometimes you, you say, I can't pay that bill, but you know what? I'm going to go ahead and pay my offering and my, my, my tithes because, because I got trust. Lord, I trust that he's going to do what he says he's going to do. And you go ahead and pay it. And guess what? God blesses you. We see it happen time and time again. Praise God. Let us lay aside every weight. See, we're encompassed with Holy Ghost filled church going, praising people, worshiping God. And, and, and when we do that, we surround ourselves. It helps us to lay aside every weight and the sin which doth easily beset us. It also helps us to turn away from sin when we surround ourselves with the right people. We surround ourselves for people with people living for the world and living in sin. It's, it's not going to help you. It's not going to help you. It's going to hinder you. Oh, they do this and that, and they get away with all this. Man, I tell you, sometimes it seems like everybody gets away with everything. And, and, but I'm here to tell you, they're not getting away with nothing. The Lord, they will bow down to the mighty God. Every knee shall bow. Praise God. And let us, it says, let us run, run with patience. Patience. Be patient. God always provides. God always makes a way. God always blesses you when you live for him. Just run with patience. Patience. The race that is set before us. We're all striving to obtain that final glory. <clears throat> Eternity in heaven. Everlasting life with God. We're all striving. And that's the race that's set before us. It goes on in verse 2. <clears throat> Looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured on the cross, you think you got to endure some things? Let me tell you, he endured the cross. He endured beating and, 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 and torture and all this stuff or something he didn't even do. 
and he made himself the ultimate sacrifice for our sins, not his, because he was sin free. And you think you got to endorse some stuff? Let me tell you, set before him endured the cross, it says, despising the shame and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. Praise the God. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God, for making that sacrifice for us. Hallelujah. We got to run the race to obtain the prize. Give the Lord a hand clap of praise. <clears throat> praise God. So how do we continue to keep fighting the fight of faith and, and, and keep running the race and, and enduring? <clears throat> how do we endure till the end? I'm going to tell you one thing that's going to help you is the Holy Spirit. If you ain't got the Holy Spirit today, that's okay. If you ain't got the Holy Ghost yet with the evidence of speaking in tongues, I'm here to tell you it's okay. You keep striving for that. It, sometimes people, I've seen people get it just like that. They came to church one day and they get it. But sometimes it could take years, but you got to keep pressing. Keep pressing. Yes, like Sister Warner said, the key is to surrender. Surrender everything to God. Surrender your flesh, your sins, your sinful nature. Submit to God. Be in submission unto him. Surrender to him. Come to him like a baby. <clears throat> Praise God. But the Holy Ghost, it's going to help you. And if you ain't got the Holy Ghost yet, you keep striving for the Holy Ghost because striving for the Holy Ghost will help you. Seeking it with all of your heart. You got to want it. Praise God. <clears throat> but the Bible, for, for, it, it foreshadowed, it, it talked about the Holy Ghost. And this is one of my favorite scriptures in Isaiah chapter 29, verse 11. It's foreshadowing the Holy Spirit that's to come, that's to be, to dwell inside of us. It tells us in verse 11, for with stammering lips and another tongue will he speak to his people, to whom he said, this is the rest. I'm here to tell you, you get weary, the Holy Ghost. This is the rest wherewith you may call you may cause the weary to rest it says and this is the refreshing yet they would not hear the holy ghost it refreshes us it, i mean it strengthens us it helps us to not be weary the holy spirit god dwelling in us but it also says yet they will not hear there's a lot of people out there that ain't going to want to hear it they're going to they're gonna say, well, the Holy Ghost was for them back in Bible times. No, the Holy Ghost is for everybody. Amen. For everybody, for all times. Praise God. But there's a lot of people that aren't going to want to hear it. They're going to say, well, you don't need to <clears throat> speak in tongues to have the Holy Ghost. But there's always an evidence of everything around us and the evidence of of the Holy Ghost is speaking in tongues, and it tells us again and again in Scripture. We got to pray through the Holy Ghost. Amen. Praise God. And it's not just a one-time thing. 
if you want to continue, if you want to continue uh, to be strengthened in the Lord and, and continue to not be weary, you must pray through the Holy Ghost constantly. It should be a daily thing in your lives. Paul said, I died daily. I, I, I repented daily and I, I, I killed off my flesh daily. And, 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 and we got to do that daily and go before the Lord and pray until we get the Holy Ghost. Because it's the Holy Ghost that strengthens us. When we pray through the Holy Ghost, it keeps us from getting weary. It keeps us from getting weary. Remember what the word weary means right here in the Greek. It's ikakeo, and it means to be utterly spiritless. But I want the Spirit of the Lord in me. And the Spirit of the Lord will help you through anything and everything. Because it is literally God in you. God is dwelling in you. And if the creator of the heavens and the earth and everything in between, the one who spoke everything into existence, if he is in you, the one who is omnipotent, omnipresent, if he is dwelling in you, he can get you through anything, no matter what the world is throwing at you, no matter what temptations might come your way, because there's going to be temptations. The closer you get to God, the more the enemy's going to try to tempt you to pull you away from God. <clears throat> you know you must be doing something wrong if the enemy ain't tempting you with something because he's already got you. He ain't got to tempt you with nothing. But I'm here to tell you, when you keep living for God and serving God and, and walking and in, in the ways of the Lord, then the enemy's going to throw everything it has at you to tempt you. But you keep pressing on. You keep shooting for that mark, that prize. Praise God. <clears throat> Don't be weary. We can't be weary. Praise the Lord. Jesus said, and here's the thing, too. We can't be weary in serving the Lord. Like I said before, there's many people out there that are going to they're going to turn away from what we have to say. And we're going to offend a lot of people. Oh, you see that every day right now. It just and I'm not talking about, I'm not I'm not even talking about just holy I'm not talking about holy ghost filled um Christians. I'm talking about just Christians General, it seems like every word you say it offends the entire world. They don't want to hear nothing that the word of God has to say. And, and you see it more and more and more, and that's a sign of the end times. It is that people will turn away from the word of God. <clears throat> but we keep pressing because there are those people out there that do want to hear. There are some out there, and there are, there are some Christians out there who ain't got the Holy Ghost, who got truth, but they ain't got all truth. I'm, and, and, and I'm not saying that we have all truth, but we got a little bit more truth. We do understand that you must uh, be baptized in the name of Jesus, for one, not in the titles, because everywhere somebody was baptized in the Bible, they were baptized in the name of Jesus. They didn't start doing that till uh, uh, over 200 years after. And and, and we, we, we know that you you got to repent of your sins. You can't just say, oh, God, forgive me, and go back out and do the same thing that, that we see some of the other churches. And I'm not going to say any denominations because we're on Facebook Live. And I don't want to offend anybody, but I'm here to tell you, you can't just go to a priest and say, this is what I did. And, and, and the priest say, well, go do this and you're OK. It don't work like that. There's only one mediator between us and God. And that's Jesus. 
the man Christ Jesus, who is fully man and fully God. The full Godhead lies in Jesus. Praise God. We got to know Jesus ourselves. And we got to repent to him. We got to repent to God. We got to uh, confess our faults and our sins to him and not just tell him about it and not just say, forgive me and go back out and do it the next day because that's not repentance. But we got to repent. We know that. We know that we must turn away from our sin and turn to God. Praise God. And we also know that you, you, you got to get the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in tongues. So we do know a little bit more truth. But there's a lot of them out there, a lot of Christians out there that don't know as much truth. And, and they, but they do love God. But they do love God. I'm here to tell you, if you love God, that's the beginning right there. That's all, that's all you need to work with. That's all you need to work with. If you come across one person out there that loves God, I'm here to tell you they're going to listen. If they truly love God, because they'll listen to his word. If they truly love God, they'll listen to his word. And it's all right here in the Bible. But you keep pressing on. You keep inviting people to church. You keep doing outreach. You keep talking to your coworkers, your family members. It's hard sometimes to talk to your family members because they've seen who you were before you were in church. Yeah, and your an old friend, sometimes it's hard to talk to them. They've seen who you were before you got into church, but you keep talking to them because what they see is the change in you. When they begin to see that change and it's consistent and they see that you are not backing down, you're not growing weary, you're not, you're going to endure, then they start to listen. You keep pressing because I'm here to tell you, there are people out there that want to hear what you have, what the word of God has to say. Amen. <clears throat> Jesus said, say not you. There are yet four months and then come the harvest. Behold, I say unto you, lift up your eyes and look out on the fields for they are white, ready to harvest. And he that reapeth receiveth wages and gathereth fruit from eternal life. And both he that soweth and he that reapeth. Remember, I told you sometimes you're going to sow and you're not going to reap. Well, guess what? If you're sowing, you're still going to receive the wages, it says right here, of eternal life. Both he that soweth and <clears throat> that reapeth may rejoice together, praise God, in eternity. You keep pressing on. Don't grow weary in well-doing for the Lord. You keep pressing on, fighting the good fight of faith, ministering to all those around you because it's our, it's our, it's our godly responsibility. It's our God-given, not your God-given right, but your God-given responsibility to minister his word to every single person that you come in contact with. Praise God. <clears throat> I'm sorry. I'm getting, I'm getting close to closing. I got a few more scriptures, though. Bear with me. <laughs> we ain't going nowhere. <laughs> Praise God. Y'all ain't going to walk out on me, are you? All right. I won't be up here an hour, I promise. Maybe an hour and a half. No. Matthew 24, verse 7. Jesus said about this in the end times. He said, nation shall rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. We see that everywhere. 
right now. Nations rising against nation, kingdom against kingdom. And it says there shall be famines and pestilences. We see that. I mean, they get all kinds of pestilences out there, all kinds of sicknesses. And now we got the, what is it now? Uh, the new one. They got a new one out. We got COVID. We've had COVID for a while. We got COVID, Omega, Armatron, everything else, whatever. I don't know. But we also got, <laughs> we also got uh, uh, the the smallpox out there now. That's what. Oh no, not smallpox. Uh, the monkeypox. That's right. The monkeypox. Praise God. <laughs> All kinds of pestilence. It's going to get worse. It's going to get worse. It's, it's Bible. And earthquakes in diverse places. We see earthquakes happening in places you ain't never seen them happen before. <laughs> in Metter. That's right. An earthquake up in Metter. <clears throat> earthquakes in diverse places. See, there's places we've had earthquakes with hundreds of years, you know, thousands of years. And there's, there's, but there's certain places where you just don't associate it with earthquakes. And it seems like that we're, we're having more earthquakes than we've ever had before in different places, in diverse places. It says all these are the beginning of sorrows. There's more, <clears throat> there's more stuff that's going to be coming our way and thrown at us. I'm here to tell you, you're going to have to endure a lot more stuff, a lot more stuff, but we got to endure to the end. Amen. Don't be weary when all this mess starts coming your way because it's coming, and you go on, and it says... <clears throat> Then shall they deliver you. See, I guess it, there's more to it. Jesus, then shall they deliver you up to be afflicted and shall kill you. He's talking about Christians. <coughs> and you shall be hated of all nations for my name's sake. We see that right now more than ever. Christians being hated. Hated. We see it all over the the uh, news and social media, I see it all the time. People attacking. I got my own. I got own family members that attack. I mean, I do. They attack. They attack. They post stuff day after day. Keep attacking, attacking my faith and attacking my faith. And sometimes they don't realize they're attacking my faith. They're just doing it. They're the enemy. It's them though. It's the we don't we don't war against the flesh and blood, right? It's not them. The enemy is using them. And we got to remember that we pray for him. We pray for him every single day <clears throat> and we try to minister to him. Praise God. For my name's sake, and you look at verse 10, Jesus said, and then shall many, many be offended. Remember, I said there's going to be some they're going to be offended. There's going to be many there being and there are right now. We see it every day. People are so offended by the word of God. I see it all the time, and, and, and sometimes, I, you know, <clears throat> I, I get on Facebook, and I have a lot of friends on Facebook, and most of which, most of which are church-going folks, and Holy Ghost-filled church, but I got a lot of family members and, and old friends on there, and, and I hear, I'm, sometimes they post all kinds of mess because they get offended by the Word of God. Remember, we talked about this not too, uh, what, maybe last week or the week before, about the difference between uh, those who get offended by the word or convicted by the word. We need to always make sure we're convicted by God's word and not offended by it. Because those who love God 
Those who truly love and seek God, they will be convicted by his word to change. But those who don't and are living for the world and don't love God and are not seeking God, they're going to be offended by the word and say, no, that's not right. Their flesh is going to rise up and say, I don't like that. I'm not going to live that way. Even though the word of God says to live that way. People, it says many shall be offended. And shall betray one another, it says, and shall be and shall hate one another. I see more hate in this world than I ever had before. We see mass shootings and people shooting each other and, and, and attacking each other. It's, it's more hate than we've ever seen. He's talking about the end times here, and we're seeing it right now unfolding. He says many false prophets shall rise. I see that a lot. Oh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, uh, prophet preaching. I don't know. What is it called? Uh, I forgot what it's called. Ain't feel good preaching. People just trying to false, false. Man, I'm here to tell you. If the word, if the word, if, if the word doesn't prick your heart and convict you, and it just always makes you feel good because what you're doing is good, but it's yet it doesn't line up with the word of God, it's false preaching. False, false. Many false prophets shall rise and shall deceive many. And they are. <clears throat> we see it every day in some of the churches, the false teachings. They're getting deceived. I'm here to tell you, they think they're going to make it to heaven by not living for, the, for God, not obeying his word, disobeying his word. They're not. They're being deceived. In verse 12, Jesus said, and because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. But this is my favorite part of this scripture in Matthew 24. Jesus continues to say this in verse 13. He says, but he that shall endure. You, we've got to endure. Don't be weary, but endure. It's endurance that makes it to the end. He that endures unto the end. The same shall be saved. Praise God. I can just hang on to that right there. That's all I need. That's all I need right, right there. And this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations. And then shall the end come. We got to endure till the end. And the end is coming sooner than later. I'm here to tell you every day that we live. We grow closer and closer to the Lord returning and having everlasting life. Praise God. Praise God. But we cannot grow weary. We've got to continue to endure, fighting the fight of good faith. And I, I'm getting close to the end here. If somebody wants to play some altar call music. <clears throat> Just a few more scriptures. Praise God. Isaiah chapter 40, 40, Isaiah chapter 40, verse 28. And I'm going to close with these <clears throat> few scriptures right here. Isaiah chapter 40, verse 28, it says, Hast thou not known, hast thou not heard that the everlasting God, the Lord, <clears throat> the creator of the ends of the earth, feigneth not? He doesn't get tired. He doesn't grow weary. 
He's omnipotent, all-powerful. He will never grow weary. Neither is weary, it says. He fainteth not, and neither is weary. There is no searching of his understanding. He giveth power to the faint. The Holy Spirit is dwelling in you. It gives you power. He gives you power, it says. He giveth power to the faint. And to them that have no might, he increases their strength. He strengthens us. When we think that we can't go on anymore, we can't continue with this fight because the world keeps throwing everything at us. When it seems like we're at the lowest of lowest, we have to remember God never gets tired. He never grows weary. And he is our strength. He gives us strength, it says. He giveth power to the faint, and to them that have no might, he increases their strength. Even the youths shall faint, it says. Even our our young people are going to faint and be weary. And the young men shall utterly fall. There will be some that fall. Some of us will fall, but I'm here to tell you, get right back up and you keep fighting the fight. You keep seeking God. If you fall, you get up. Don't stay down. Verse 31, it says, but they that wait upon the Lord. We've got to be patient waiting upon the Lord. He's returning soon. He's returning soon. Just keep pressing for God. Keep serving. Keep living for God in all of his ways, obeying his word. It says, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. And they shall walk and not faint. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. God is my strength. He's my high tower. He's my buckler, my shield, my protector. I want to open up this altar this morning for each and every one of you. Thank you for listening to Life UPC Richmond Hills Audio Cast.